Greetings, and thank you for joining us for the ninth episode of DC Animation with Spencer and Friends. This is an LMG Podcast production. Today, I am joined by a dear friend. Yeah, I mean, if you have listened to the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast, then you know my name is Jordan. I'm one of the co-hosts on the podcast. Yes, Jordan is uh, honestly the founder of the original podcast. Um, it was his idea. He was the one who came up say, with it. We 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 the big three. I would say we the big three. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, I would agree. But group, uh, group, group effort, group effort. But I I feel like you are the one who you know brought it all together. So. I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank you. Appreciate mm-hmm. that. So real quick, uh, tell me about your DC consumption, uh, comic books, movies, TV shows, video games. What what DC have you consumed or are you consuming? Yeah. So, I mean, for all the noise I talk on the regular feed about, you know, not liking DC, I have, you know, partaken in a lot of DC. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I would probably say, I mean, Batman animated TV show for sure is kind of in Justice League as well. I'm a kid in the 90s, so I grew up watching those. But like as a, like a teenager and as an adult, I mean, I played the Arkham series games. Uh, Love those games. Fantastic. I was real jealous of DC when they got those Arkham games. Um, but then also I've seen every animated movie between the years of 2010 and 2013. Uh, I was on a big DC kick, uh, animated movie kick back then. And I've seen a couple, you know, of the more recent ones as well. So then you understand why I'm doing this. Yes. And... Uh, <laughs> Actually, I mean, this is, I didn't tell you this, but this is the first movie that I actually saw. First animated movie I saw. So this was, for me, this was a rewatch. I hadn't watched in, what, 13 years. So. Excellent. And uh, and the last thing, I mean, I've seen a lot of the DC movies. Uh, I think the only one I'm missing is Birds of Prey and The Batman. Uh, Everything else I've already seen. Okay. Okay. That's uh, unfortunately not. I, I I can't just be like, oh, good, you've seen all of it. Like, it's not. <laughs> so yeah. far, DC is. Uh, I mean, as an X Men fan, you know exactly what DC's going through. Yeah, because I feel like DC and X DC and X Men have been through the same thing. DC just on a larger scale because we have watched the X Men have very hit and miss live action movies, but everything agree. everything else they do excellent work uh the comic books they put out all of the tv shows that they've done uh they have their animation is uh wonderful like i've never seen a bad x-men animated thing i agree and i would definitely say for the dc animation i will tell you that they are killing marvel out the water there's not even close competition yeah and again that's that's why that because it's just straight quality and that's why we're here so I would like to say I appreciate you for joining us on this journey through DC Animation. Uh, Today's film is Superman Batman Apocalypse, released September 28th, 2010, and the comic book on which this movie is based is The Supergirl from Krypton. I'm going to read a synopsis in my own words, and then uh, we're just going to talk about it. Sounds good. So, we open to the radio discussing Gotham City being surveilled by blimps and the kryptonite meteor being destroyed by Batman. Suddenly, something crash lands in the Gotham Harbor. 
Batman goes to investigate and finds kryptonite and a ship. A naked woman comes out of the water and accidentally steals and destroys Batman's Batboat. I assume it's called the Batboat. I don't know if it's called the Batboat. I'm calling it the Batboat. Um, uh, Some working men uh, try to get friendly with her, but she's just too strong for them. Uh, One of them gives her his coat and she starts running away. Batman arrives and wants to know what happened. Uh, she is then chased and shot at by the police. She destroys a blimp, but luckily Superman arrives and, you know, no one is hurt. Batman uses the kryptonite he finds to knock her out and he starts running some tests. Turns out she is, in this movie they call her Kara. Um, I know her as Kara, so I'm going to call her Kara Zor-El. Um, so she's Kara Zor-El, uh, Superman's cousin. Back at Superman's house, Batman is suspicious because, like, why is she here all of a sudden? And Superman, of course, wants to give her the benefit of the doubt, since she could possibly be his only living relative. Uh, she was old enough to remember the destruction of Krypton and the death of her parents, but remembers not very much between then and landing on Earth. Uh, we are then taken to Apocalypse, where Darkseid is trying to find a leader for his Furies. He orders Granny Goodness to go get Kara from Earth. Kara is taken out of quarantine, and Clark takes her to Metropolis, and they go shopping. That night, they are attacked by Wonder Woman, and Batman explains that training with Wonder Woman is going to be the best move. So on Themyscira, Kara has been, you know, going through some training and, you know, learning some fighting techniques and whatnot, and Superman really doesn't like it. Lila has been having visions of Kara being in danger, and the big three are discussing it. A boom tube opens, and a bunch of doomsday show up. So, you know, they start going to work. Uh, the big three and the Amazons. Batman realizes something is off, so he leaves the battlefield. And Superman realizes that these things are not alive, so he goes scorched earth to finish them all. Uh, they then find Batman standing over Lila's dead body, and Kara is gone. They see a vision of Darkseid, and so the big three decide to go to Apocalypse to get her. They stop by Big Barda's house because she used to be the HBIC of Darkseid Squad. And she decides to go with them to Apocalypse because she knows it very well. They arrive and start going to work. Wonder Woman and Big Barda find themselves up against the Furies. Batman finds the Hell Spores and Superman finds Darkseid and Kara. Kara ain't trying to leave, though. So she starts beating Superman's ass. Uh, Batman has reprogrammed the Hell Spores, which are capable of obliterating entire planets into basically a fireball of death, and he's ready to set them off. Darkseid is pissed about it and strikes up a deal with Batman. Release Kara, and I will deactivate the Hell Spores. And Darkseid respects the fact that Batman was willing to risk it all and decides to take the deal. Kara returns home, and Superman takes her to Kansas to live, you know, a normal life. But wait! They arrive at the house, and it's none other than Darkseid. And he said, I said, I would not come for the girl. But your death, Superman, is long overdue. So, he gets to beaming, 
uh, he and Kara throwing good hands, but Darkseid wins their battle. And then Superman returns from orbit and they start throwing good hands. Uh, Kara opens up his boom tube and Superman kicks him through it, leaving him in the vacuum of space. And Kara decides to become Supergirl. Credits. Fantastic job, as always. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, Jordan, what do you think of the movie? I mean, I, I I really enjoyed this movie. And I would definitely tell you, like, for all the crap I give Batman, I love Batman's, like, his witty comments. Like, when Carr first lands on Earth, <laughs> I just love all the comments he made. Like, she shot his computer. And then he was like, uh, well, Clark said, I'll pay for it. He's like, what, on a news on a newsman's uh, salary? Like, yeah, he's like, that's a $50,000 piece of hardware. He said, send yeah. me the bill on a reporter's salary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Batman's little witty comments kind of all throughout the movie. And I love the fact that, I mean, we obviously know Batman like has no fear, but the way he ran up on Doomsday, not Doomsday, Darkseid, was like, Darkseid, okay. He said he was like uh, Clark and uh, Superman and uh, Wonder Woman. They would have failed, basically. He's like, but you're a human. You would let everybody die. So... Yep. I really loved it. Loved and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what a lot of people don't understand about Batman is that he is too much. Yeah. The fact that Darkseid respect the fact that Darkseid said, yeah, like uh the Kryptonian and the Amazon, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have risked risked it all yeah. for the W. They would not have been willing to destroy everything just to not lose. Yeah. And, and you and a human, you were ready to risk it all. You know what? Okay. Batman was like, yeah, maybe uh, I-, I can set off one, but you got 500 in there. He's like, one could take out a, what do you say, one could take out a city yeah. or something like yeah, that? Some, one could turn a planet into a fireball or yeah, something. Yeah, you got 500. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. Call my yeah. bluff. I'll set them all off. Yeah, I will say that that's that's a good thing about Batman. But I mean, overall, I really enjoyed the movie. So also, is, is that canon that um, Supergirl is stronger than Clark? Or is it because like she's almost like a like a baby venom snake, like she can't control her her power? Um, you know, is anything canon? Like, there's too many versions of all of this, yeah. and I think that, as far as I know, yes, that is canon. Um, okay. She metabolizes sunlight more efficiently. I think yeah. is the way they worded it, and that's what Batman said. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think that is canon because the comic book that this is based on is a pretty direct adaptation. Like, there's very little, if anything, changed based on what I remember from it. Okay. So, yeah, like, it's it's the same story pretty much. And DC does that pretty well. Um, there are some times when, you know, they'll change it up a little bit. But yeah, some of these animated movies are like panel for panel. Uh, yeah, this is this is one of the closer ones to that. I feel like maybe when they got a comic book that's like real popular and it's hitting on every hitting on every angle, then they directly adapt it. Yeah, um, I would like to say um, for those of you who are listening, if you are not listening to these in order, go back and listen to episode six, because this is actually a sequel to an earlier movie. Um superman batman public enemy they exist in the same universe and that may be hard to tell because the art style is different in both of those movies or both of these movies yeah but you notice in the beginning of this movie they're discussing lex's impeachment and so if you watched the first movie then you'll remember what happened that you know caused lex to be impeached 
So with that segue, what were your thoughts on the art style for this movie? And did you have any feelings when you compared the art style from this movie to its uh, preceding movie? I mean, I, I really enjoyed the art style. I love the way that Batman was drawn. Like he was kind of like uh, skinny a little bit. And he was also kind of felt like he was also kind of tall at some angles that they put him at. I love that, you know, when they did show him like fully cowled up, his uh, his cloak was always around him. And I thought that looked amazing. I, I love the way it looked. And also they kind of switched up his suit because I noticed that it was a little black and blue a little bit. And he had like little things on his arm. Um, so I enjoyed that. Also, I mean, Superman, Wonder Woman, they all look great. And yep. I mean, I would say up to this point, this would this would have probably been the best art. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say that this would probably been the best art in my opinion. Uh, kind of everything that followed before this. Does that make sense? Followed before this, came before this. Yeah. So, um, I would agree. I think that Under the Red Hood is the best movie in the first ten, but I think this one had the best art style in the first ten. And be, be the Red Hood, that was after this one, right? It was before. Was it before? Yeah. As far as release dates, yeah. yeah. Uh, Red Hood was the last episode. Okay. So, yeah I'm, yeah. I know this was for sure my first one, but eventually I ended up catching up to uh, the Red Hood one. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that um, it, everything was beautifully drawn. What were your thoughts on the voice cast? I mean, I, I, one more thing about the art style. I will say when they were in Themyscira, I feel like they had like a beautiful lighting for it because it was like everything in Themyscira was kind of kind of brighter. It had like a uh, light to it. Like it was just like the perfect sunshine all the time. And I really appreciated that because you can see on some of the armor that the, they kind of show reflections off of the armor. So kudos to the artist for that one. I agree. Like whenever I saw Themyscira, it reminded me of what Olympus probably looks like. Yeah. Like when you think of like the Greek gods, and I, I mean, of course, we know that Diana is associated with the Greek gods, so that made a lot of sense to me. And I think that might be why that's where my mind went. But yeah. I, I noticed that a little bit as well. Like it, it felt like Olympus, uh, vibes, if yeah. you will. So. Oh, before I answer the question about the uh, voice actor, I got—I gotta say, how come every time we see Gotham, there's always blimps in the air? What is that about? There's always blimps anytime I ever see Gotham. Uh, surveillance blimps, I think, are just a thing in Gotham. I'm uh, like, yo, like, how are these airspaces just like compacted like this? <laughs> blimps everywhere. Yeah, I—I I don't have a real answer, I, <laughs> but I—I I do know that, like, yeah, surveillance blimps are a thing. Yeah, but. I don't know much about them otherwise, but I do know that I've seen them on more than one occasion. I don't know that I've seen them every time. Yeah. Uh, but I, I know that the blimps were like, yep, that's Gotham. I mean, yeah. If you think about like the animated series, the opening crit, the opening, you know. Yeah. Like it's a blimp scene. that yeah. uh, shows the spotlight. Yep. So, yeah. and then my last thing was, so I when they were in Gotham and car first, you know, crash lands, is Gotham dirty? Like, is the water just dirty? Or was it nighttime? Because I'm like, whoa, why is this water so brown? Or is it nighttime? Both, probably. <laughs> if Gotham is supposed to be um, like an analog for New York City, then yes. Uh, yeah. That water, murky. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I would. Batman jumped in the water. I'm like, yo, he gonna stink. Yep. Ain't, ain't no way he get back in his Batman boat. You gonna be, ugh, it's gonna be stinky. He's just going, yeah, that suit, he's going to throw it away. 
Yeah, he got the money to buy a new one. Yeah, he's got he's got a rack of suits, I'm sure. Like, oh yeah, Spider Man has to like sew up his one suit if he gets a tear, but Batman just like pulls out another one. Yeah. So, but I mean, voice acting wise, I mean, what can I say? Kevin Conroy, Tim Daly. I mean, those are iconic Batman, Superman people. This the OGs. Um, yeah, I will say, uh, Granny, I did, I I did not remember her voice sounded like a man. I was like, yo, is nobody gonna call this out? Well, that's the thing. I've only known Granny to sound uh, a little rough around the edges uh, because <laughs> okay. the the first time I heard Granny sound like a grandmother uh, was in Young Justice. But every other time I think of Granny, like in my head, that's what Granny sounds like. Okay, and same with um. Dark side, like that is say, my boy, right? That's my dark side. Like, yeah, that's your boy. Yeah, Andre, he is what I like. If it's up to me, he's voicing dark side, and I don't know if that's because of this movie or not, but that's how I felt from the beginning. Like, and for those who don't know, dark side is my favorite DC villain. I mm, nice. love dark side. Dark side is too much. Dark side is the one who gets it done, and We'll talk about Dark Side again later on. Yeah, I, I love his Omega Beams. Like, yeah, I the think Omega, that Omega Beams is so cool. It's too much. Oh, the, the Omega Beams are great. Um, I also love the Omega Beams. And it was so funny because whenever Batman was like, yeah, I I, uh, I have your hell spores. And, and he was like, no, no you don't. And then he rattled off some code and he was like, do you believe me now? And he's like, you dare? <laughs> yeah. You dare? He thought, he thought Batman was just kidding, boy. boy Batman, it's cr- Dude, it's crazy. Batman is like, it's ridiculous. Like, Batman is too damn smart. It is crazy. Yeah, Batman's too much. I mean, because the man has a plan every time. Every time. And, uh, I mean, and Batman got eaten by pretty much Cerberus. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, wasn't bothered at all. Yeah, Just, he like straight busted. I was like, yeah, give me your armor. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, thanks. Thanks, boys. Yeah. Now I got these boys running around butt naked in Dark Side Apocalypse Land. Yeah. Because and, and it was funny to me, like whenever they arrived, immediately they had to get going. Yeah. And it's so funny. In the last episode, I discussed this, but one of the things that I've noticed is like, Whenever we have, like, have have you noticed whenever there's a random group of, like, assassins or, like, capable villains that have to be fought, um, there are some archetypes that happen because... Big bruiser, the guy, yeah, the guy with, the, with the sword. Yeah, there's a bruiser, like, a, a big heavy. There's somebody who's, like, weird and, like, on all fours for, like, a <laughs> yeah. lot of it. Um, there's somebody who's, like, kind of long-range-ish. yeah. And then there's somebody who's very skilled up close. And we've seen that with the Furies, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's what the Furies were. And I feel like some variation of that exists often. Um, Just kind of like disposable, but very capable um, villains for a fight scene uh, tend to follow that archetype. Because in the last movie... um, Red Hood, we see a similar thing. Like there are some mercenaries coming after him, and there's a big one, there's a weird one, there's a super skilled one, and there's a kind of long range ish one. Yeah. Speaking of fight scenes, 
Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is oh too fucking much. I love watching Wonder Woman people. go to work. Yeah. I love and I love that they oh Wonder Woman. In the comic book, Batman has said, like, Wonder Woman is probably the fiercest hand-to-hand combatant on Earth. Yeah, she put like, the paws on him. She put I love Wonder Woman because there was <laughs> So there was a movie um, earlier that uh, in episode seven, I believe it was episode seven. um, It was Justice League Crisis on Two Earths, right? Have you heard the uh, the mystical freestyle? If you Uh, see me in a forest fight with a bear, help the bear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. In my that started happening in my head because Wonder Woman is fighting somebody who like pretty much. like an alternate version of Vixen who can actually like change into animals like Beast Boy. Yeah. And she turned into a bear and Wonder Woman broke her fucking back. Oof. Wonder Woman does not play around. No, she had combos for days. Yeah, man, Wonder days. Woman gets it done. And I love watching Wonder Woman go to work. It is one of my favorite things in any DC animation that she's in. Like, I'm like, please give Wonder Woman a, a fight scene, please. Yeah. I love the relationship between her and Superman too, because when Kara first gets taken uh, by the by the Amazons, or not taken, but she goes with them, Superman almost steps to her. Actually, when no, 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 it was when she was actually in Themyscira, and uh, was it Artemis? Is that the one? No, not yeah. Artemis. Artemis yeah. was the one she was fighting. Yeah, so Artemis was about to look like she was about to take the you know killing blow, and Superman looked at Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman just straight stared him down like. I wish yeah. you would put your hands on me or my people. Yeah. Wonder like, Woman, yeah. Wonder Woman does not play around and I love it. Uh because yeah, the Amazons are like, yeah, no, killing killing people is is sometimes how it's gotta be. Yeah. Because we see those two have like a moral, you know, discussion. Um in one of the earlier episodes, uh, in episode two, in Justice League the New Frontier, Wonder Woman saves some women who are being, you know, used and abused um, in China. And those women decide to kill the men that were abusing them. And so Superman starts to think, and he's about to lecture somebody. And Wonder Woman was like, no, I did what was right. And those women decided to take justice. So if you don't like it, you can leave. Yeah. So uh, I love Wonder Woman. She is too much. And we saw that here. Like Wonder Woman was... I mean, it was Wonder Woman and Big... And, and also, for Big Barda to say, you were an inspiration to me. Like, you let me know what was possible. Like, you you are uh, exactly what I'm trying to be like. Yeah. And I was like, see, that's a beautiful moment. I love that. And so, yeah, they was, they was going to work. I was going to say, so I, I know... Like I know the name Big Barda, but I don't know what she can actually do. Is it what can she actually do? Does she have any powers? Or is she just from uh and what are they called again? New gods? She's yes. a new god, right? No, she's yeah. so yeah, the new gods are, I guess, the good people. Um so ah oh god, I can't remember the planet for the I just, new gods. I said, uh, I just new remember. Genesis. Yeah. I think New Genesis is the new gods planet. Um but yeah, uh, I, say, I just remember like um, uh, Mr. Miracle. Like I, I know they had they showed a quick scene of his outfit, and I know that Mr. Miracle 
and Big Bart are, I, I, think, I feel like maybe they're in a relationship or like they're really good friends or something. I think they have a thing. Like, I'm pretty sure they're together. Yeah. So they, I feel like that was a nice little teaser to kind of show his outfit. But yeah, she is a new god, Um, if I do recall. Like, I'm pretty sure she's a new god. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard that too. And I think that, I don't know if she has like specific powers or if she's just like big and strong. Yeah. I feel like she doesn't have powers. I feel like she has like a standard superhero package, like uh, super right. strength, durability. Yeah. Um, and I think that all the new gods may be built that way. But I know the big Barda is like they call her big Barda for a reason. Like she's anywhere between like six foot and seven foot. Yeah, that's definitely a uh, definitely big girl. Yeah, because I think in the comic book, I believe she is taller than Superman. But mm. um, I don't. In this movie, I don't know that she was. Have we have we seen her in live action? Has anybody played her? No, not to my okay. knowledge. Okay. I I don't. If we have, then it's in like a season of the Arrowverse that I haven't seen. Yeah. But as far as in movies, I don't recall seeing Big Barda yet. Okay. But um, oh, there was supposed to be the New Gods movie. Remember that that was supposed to be by DC, but I think that's one of the DC canned a few years ago. It's supposed to be a New Gods movie. That sounds right. So oh. yeah, I mean it sucks, but yeah, um, yeah, she was one of the New Gods, and obviously a very fierce warrior because she ran the Furies. Yeah, and she was able to hold on, and she eventually defected. But uh, yeah, uh, she might also be immortal. Um, I think she's. I, th- I think immortality is one of their uh, skills, also. Yeah. But don't quote that. I was going to actually. I put a note down. <laughs> How much money do you think Superman had to spend on cars, new drip? Because they was out shopping. Yeah. Um. And you know, accounting for inflation. Uh, <laughs> and he, we're in Metropolis, you know, it's basically you know big yeah, bucks out there. Rodeo Drive. Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. He uh he had to ball out. Like he had to use some of his fortress money. He the, <laughs> the reporter money wasn't covering uh that shopping trip. Yeah, I was like, I know they had the one scene where he looked at the price tag. I was like, oh my goodness, like this yeah, girl about she, to bankrupt me. Yeah, and she was like, I love it, I'll take it. And it was like, mm, you don't know how money works here, do you? Yeah, I you feel like had to, you have to do some work on this farm. It's also pretty cool to see uh, crypto too. Like I, I like seeing crypto. Yeah, and that was also a funny moment whenever uh, Superman was like, you know, crypto's just like that, and Batman was like, no, he's a good judge of character. Yeah, that's what I said. Batman <laughs> had such great little witty comments. Like it, he did really good. Yeah, um, and of course, you know that's. That's Batman. Um, and it, it, because it was Kevin Conroy, that only made it better. Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah. I mean, I I just really enjoyed this movie. It wasn't the best movie that I've seen, but I thought that it was very solid. And I like that this movie, ex- like, we have a prequel to it. So, like, we have a universe that's built. and. You know, I mean, it's based on the Superman-Batman comic book run. So, of course, the source material is excellent as well. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this was just... Now, I will say, one person that I have never seen or had not known about was Lila. Uh, Um, She's the one who kind of see the visions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She's somebody that I don't recall 
like I don't know very much about her. I haven't seen her in much. That's probably why she was one and done. She probably showed up in this comic, died, and was out of there. Uh, yeah, you might be right. Plot uh, device. I think, I think that's a. Uh, I think that's exactly what happened. Um, and I've noticed we've been seeing like in the journey that I've taken, I've been seeing Artemis a lot. Like Artemis must be important to Themyscira. Like she must be high ranking because yeah. she's um she's somebody that I've seen in more than one movie already. And hmm. I haven't seen um Wonder Girl at all yet, but I don't know that I'm going to. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't remember her in a lot of stuff, but also I know that her character has a lot of sex appeal. So I don't know if they was like trying to stay away from that. Cause I mean, she has that her costume itself just look crazy. Every time I see it drawn in comics. Who Donna's uh, wonder. Well, well, the person you said wonder girl, is it wonder girl? Yeah. With the white, I mean, with the white suit and the big red and the big open chest. Or um, I thinking, I mean, Oh, that's power girl. Is that power? Yeah. Girl? No power girl is the one with the titties. Oh yeah. That's who I was thinking. Of. Okay. That's what and power girl was in the movie. Uh, this the prequel to this one. Ah, okay. Yeah, like Power okay. Girl, and it's so funny because Power Girl and Supergirl are actually the same person, but also not. Yeah, because Power Girl is pretty much Kara from Earth Two. Yeah, but she goes by a different name, but she's also Clark's cousin and uh, all that. So I will say there was one part I had to rewind. Because I feel like I blinked. So at the end of the movie, not the end, but right when we thought it was the end, when Clark and Kara kind of go into the, you know, the Kent farmhouse, they're going to walk through the door. I feel like I blinked because I didn't see Darkseid appear. And all of a sudden I saw Clark get hit into the truck and then kind of with his, uh, his suit kind of came off. He kind of looked like Superboy for a second. So I was like, wait, is Superboy in this? So I was like, would I miss something? So I had to rewind. I was like, oh, I thought the movie was about to be over with. But that's no, dark, dark side. I was like, nah. Dark side said, nah. And that was one of my favorite things in this movie because the first time I watched it, I also was like, oh, what a beautiful ending. Yeah. And then uh, Dark side, like they tried to open the door and it's just Dark side's fist. And I was like, oh, oh, there's more. Yeah. And, good fight. Uh, and they kept having you think somebody died. And of course, I mean, we knew that they didn't die, but like they, they made you think, like, it's like oh, it's like three, it's like twice to each one of them. Yeah, like Superman got a show you can and oh that was way up there, yeah. He yeah, and then, the <laughs> and it was like, oh, he's dead. So then, you know, again, Kara gets to throw in good hands and she gets he omega beams the fuck out of her. Dude, telling you. Like I thought, oh, she's good God almighty, she's dead. Yeah, like I mean because she did they thought she was dead for sure. Because the way that they showed it, like he was just standing over her and just Oh, she! I was like, she surely she's dead. Like, yeah, you can't come back from that. Had 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 it not been a had it not been daytime, she would have died. Yeah, because he oh the that omega beam was mean. But I mean, Superman definitely came back with those hands though. Like he was he was piecing like, when he thought Kara was dead that second time. He got real mad. Oh, he was piecing Dark Side up. Superman goes into what I call enough mode. And it's yeah. one of my favorite things because we see it in the previous movie. Whenever Superman thinks that Batman died trying to destroy the meteor, Superman was like, that was my best friend. 
And he goes straight into enough mode. And when Superman is in enough mode, it's one of my favorite things because he did he twice just, this movie, I think. With the yeah. uh with all the uh, uh dark not dark side, the uh doomsdays. Yep. Remember he, he was like pull he was like pull your people back. Yeah. And he that scorched earth. Like yeah. he obliterated all of them because he was like, Yeah, there are no heartbeats. I don't understand why. So okay, two things. One, I don't understand why he felt bad for destroying Doomsday. Like you know it's Doomsday. This ain't the first time you fought him at this point in the in the, in the series. Like they fought before. So why did you feel bad for basically destroying all of them? And I think that, had to tell them there was no blood or anything. I think that that was just them saying Superman doesn't like killing. I, I think they were just leaning into the idea that he is very against ending lives. And so okay. that's why Wonder Woman was like, they weren't alive. So you didn't do anything wrong. Okay. And then my second thing was, so I remember watching, um, uh, uh, Superman Doomsday, and that Doomsday was a problem for Superman. So then, once he showed up in this, and then kind of all of them showed up, I was like, "Well, how are all the Amazonians able to keep up with Darkseid?" Oh, I don't know, like you said, Darkseid Doomsday, and kind of Superman was struggling with it. But now I was like, "Okay, maybe this these weren't the real Doomsdays." Yeah, these, these weren't were just like lesser clones. Yeah, these were just copies. Because I was like, "What the fuck is Bruce gonna do?" Yeah, he threw him when they threw when Wonder Woman threw him the axe. I was like, "What are you gonna do with it?" I was like, "What? What? What is, what is he gonna do?" Same. I was like, "Bruce, you need you need to go count something." Or yeah, that's like, why he ran away. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get out of here." I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not, I, I, "I mean, got he, a bad feeling." He left for a reason because he he was yeah. ready to he was ready to put his life on the line for it. But I was I was really just like Bruce, please like. If this is do- the real doomsday, you need to you need to go home. Yeah, just go ahead, go home, or come up with a plan or something. Because no, nah, you, you this is not for you. And that's why I'm glad that they didn't have Batman try to fight Darkseid. Like Batman just outwitted him because yeah, like no Bruce, that's a different like that's a different echelon. You're not. I'm sorry. I love you. You are my favorite, but no. It have been one Omega Beam and Batman would have been out of there. Dead. And that's the thing. There are sometimes Batman's been able to dodge Omega Beams, and I'm like, no, that's not. <laughs> I say, because the way they make Omega Beams, like, that shit is a fucking tracking missile. Yes. Like, you, you don't. Flash has had to. Flash has been caught by Omega Beams before. Yeah, that's wild. And Batman can do some backflips. <laughs> miss them okay that's fine yeah make it make sense yeah but you know prep time <laughs> i know that's the argument that prep time uh um, it's so funny uh but any, like i understand that it's bullshit but i love saying it yeah but i mean i i, re- I really enjoyed this movie and definitely for like me to revisit this one i, I feel like it was a fun one to revisit yeah yeah, I I definitely enjoyed it, and and we're starting to get into the movies that are like really good. Uh, oh, I yeah. will like for the first ten, some of them like are you know they struggle a little bit. They're not none of them are just bad, but you know some of them are less good than others. Um, but with this one, like we're starting to get into like okay, it's about to be just straight fire moving forward. We're not Agreed. quite there yet, but. Once we get over like 
12. Yeah, it's just hitter after hitter. And I can't wait to talk about it. It's going to be a great time. And I'm really glad that I had you on one of these episodes because if anybody listens to the main podcast, they know that you have some kind of vendetta against DC. (laughs) Even though you're more of a DC fan than like the average person. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Then I lead on. I'm definitely more of a DC fan than the average person. Because DC's got good shit. And I mean, I definitely agree. And 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 this is like again, their animation is like whoever is running that knows what they're doing. Yeah, like with all the reshuffling going on at Warner Brothers, like I hope they leave this department along alone. Because recently, I mean, they've been putting out fire and, and there's no reason to mess it up. The only the only reason I think it might be an issue is if they do I don't necessarily want to call it a mistake but you know how with the MCU being so popular they started basing everything moving forward on the MCU instead of that that annoys me yeah like so instead of having anything like standalone or be more comic book um proper or any of that like they just started basing everything that they put out on the mcu yeah. um we saw it in mirth's earth's mightiest heroes and then avengers assemble like earth's mightiest heroes kind of stood as its own entity that was separate from the mcu and then they canceled that to make avengers assemble which was pretty much just animated mcu agree they did they, they do with the video games too because they had marvel ultimate alliance 2 come out before the mcu was a thing really and then Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 was completely based on the MCU. It was I all think, MCU characters, really. I think 3 was... Uh, it was the Black Order. Yeah, 3 was before, but then the one after that, like um, Marvel vs. Capcom, like Infinite oh, yeah. something. Yes. Like, oh, God. That had like Ultron yes. on the cover and all that. Oh, man. That was yeah. very disappointing. Yeah. And so the only way I think we run into a problem is if DC does that. But I think that James Gunn has enough knowledge to maintain the else world idea. So yeah. I think that even if he does decide, yes, we're going to make animated movies based on this cinematic universe that I've created, these other worlds are not going to dissolve. Like they will still be able to do stuff because if there are still plans to make a the batman 2 and the joker with joaquin and like all of that if those are still in the works then i'm under the impression that the animated universe that's being built which is the tomorrow verse currently uh should still be able to continue to thrive without being impeded because I, yeah. I hope the same thing. Uh, but I, I feel like the only way that's a problem is if he tries to do what the MCU did and scraps anything that is prior to. Yeah, man, I sure, I sure hope they just continue to put out very quality, high quality movies. And I hope their live action stuff also continues to get better because... When Marvel and DC are both on, people come to comics. And when people come to comics, it makes me happy because then I got more people to talk to. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, I'm 
as far as that goes, I predict that the animation will not be negatively impacted. Um, if it is, I'd be surprised and I'd be furious. Yeah, I think a lot of people would. I've been speaking so highly of DC's ability to do animation. And if they ruin that, I'm going to write a letter. <laughs> I'm gonna write a stern letter. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to write a letter if they if they do that. Um so scale of one to ten, what would you give this movie? I would probably as a standalone movie, I would probably give this like a I give it like a solid seven and a half. I I enjoyed it. I give it a seven and a half. What about you? Uh same, seven and a half. Yeah. Um it's very solid. Again, not the best that we've seen, but very good. Um I love well maybe in, no I'm gonna say seven and a half because this movie I don't think it did anything wrong. I don't think it did anything bad. Like I think yeah. that everything was done well. Uh the voice casting was excellent. Um the animation style was good. The way that the movie flowed, the way that everything was handled. Uh, I, I have no, I don't think I have anything negative to say about it. Um, so yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it an eight. Yeah. I, I'm going to give it an eight. All I, I know is if I ever travel to Gotham, I don't think I'm going to drink the water. Yeah. That's a terrible idea. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, don't do that. I don't I don't know if I just need to be in Gotham. I don't know. Does Gotham have a daytime? Dude, we ain't never seen Gotham in the daytime. It's always dark. The sun yeah. is just don't show there. It's yeah, I don't, all that smog going on in yeah. Gotham. I don't think the sun shines in Gotham. Um and I didn't know Metropolis had a nighttime. So yeah, yeah. that was uh that was good to know. I will say that did surprise me because we watched Dark Side say, Hey, go get her. And then yeah. we saw them get attacked and it ended up being Wonder Woman. And I was like, oh, that's not what I thought this was going to be. I, I thought Wonder, I, th- I thought it was going to be, you know, one of the Furies. And then, yeah, I want to say kind of pan up to see, oh, it's actually Wonder Woman. You're like, oh, like, what the heck is she doing here? Exactly. Like that. Because when I saw the rope, uh, when I saw the lasso, I was like, wait, what, what, are, we, what are we doing? Because yeah. the Fury had a ball and chain. And that's a lasso. So yeah, like I I really enjoy that they did that because it got me. Because whenever whenever Superman was getting pieced up, I was like, who is this? <laughs> like, what is what is happening right now? So yeah, that was that was a great scene. And then, you know, for Batman to just show up and be like, this is what's best. And he was like, No, we're not doing that. And then Wonder Woman said, What if this had been the daytime? What if there had been a park full of people? What then? She would have just cooked all these people? No, she needs training. She's coming yeah. with me. And that's like Wonder Woman, she didn't ask. She said, she's coming. The girl goes with me. And Batman Superman couldn't really say, no, that's my cousin. Leave her alone. Like, yeah, Wonder Woman's like, nah, she's coming with us. She's coming with us because she made her point. And, you know, she did it in a very aggressive way. Uh, you know, just attacking them like that. But yeah, she was like, "No, I needed to make a point." And I'm sure Superman felt betrayed because, like, y- y'all went behind my back. We're supposed. Oh to yeah, be- you you know he yeah. did. 
we're supposed to be a big three, guys. He gonna crowd a car. Yeah, but Batman was like, no, we no, I need you to understand. So yeah, yeah that's that's um uh, that that's it surprised me a little bit. Like I was like, oh, that's not where I thought we were going. But again, glad they did it. Agrees. I do kind of wonder who actually came to get Kara. Like, I would like to have seen, was it the Furies? Was it Granny herself? Did Granny send somebody else? Like, was it other Doomsdays? Like, I, I kind of want to know who actually came to get her. Yeah. And we also, I guess we also realized that she spent some time actually on Themyscira because they was like, oh, she was like, oh, I've been here two months and basically Artemis have been a really good friend to me. Yeah. And, and she was spending time with them. Yeah, I mean, and that makes sense based on the fact that she was like in the middle of trial combat or you know sparring or whatever with Artemis. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I I would like to see because I'm thinking I don't think it would have been the Furies because if it had been the Furies, then they would have been like, no, this she's not about to be our leader. She's weak. Like we just defeated her. Yeah. So I I kind of wonder who they sent to get her. Unless it was Darkseid himself. I mean, because Darkseid, because Darkseid said, "Granny, go get her." Yeah. So I wouldn't think it was Darkseid, but I don't know. And I also wonder what needed to be done to break Darkseid's mind control. Also, yeah, I also asked that too. Like, does he just have mind control power? I guess. Because they didn't even show like her even like being turned or anything. She just showed up bad. I don't think he has mind. Like I don't think he has active mind control. I think it's some kind of hypnosis and like it's a process that he takes them through. And I assume it's akin to like breaking their mind and then rebuilding it in his image. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'd I'd like to know more about that. And I'm sure that it's explained in a comic book I haven't read, but. Also, who knows? Yeah. There's many things that, you know, sometimes villains have. Yeah, because I wonder how Big Barda got free. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the fact that he just, like, kind of let Big Barda even go free. And the fact that she rolled up in here and he didn't was, like, immediately mad at her. Well, he did say to Kara, you're free to go anytime. True, so it could have been the same thing for her then. True? Yeah, and honestly, I don't know how accurate that is. Like, I don't know if they're really free to because you did kind of kidnap her yeah and, like she didn't want to go the first time and you you kind of were like no you're coming with me and uh so i don't know but yeah i assume it's some kind of brainwashing hypnosis uh like programming type situation that makes that happen yeah so, yeah, but I don't I don't think it's active like mind control or psychic powers. I don't think. Yeah. So okay. I don't know. But all right. Um, so I yeah, I thought this was a great movie. And I'm glad that you had already seen it. So I'm glad that this was a rewatch for you because you went in kind of already knowing what was happening, and so you were able to watch it more from um the eyes of an analyzer rather than the eyes of like a new viewer, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that you have some DC knowledge helps, but yeah, like the fact that this was not your first time with this movie 
Um, and the fact that you enjoyed it also helps. But again, we're again, we're stepping straight into quality. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, this this time period right here, like 2010 through 2013, I was in college, and I, these used to be, I believe, all on Netflix. Yeah, and I and I was like going through them in college. Yes, uh, I remember when these were on Netflix, and what a because t- they were on Netflix, and Young Justice was on Netflix, so yeah, I was exactly. good. Yep, I watched I watched Young Justice there as well. Oh, so good. Um, if I make it through all these movies, I may. I may have to review Young Justice because it's it's it again. They DC animators, they know what they're doing. You also got to do uh, Lego Batman. <laughs> I, <laughs> I enjoy Lego Batman. Yeah. Um, and if we had the Lego stuff, there's a bunch of that. So. Oh yeah. But um, in the next episode, we will be discussing All Star Superman. Ooh, another good one. So until then, salutations. Ooh.